Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spiral Out Podcast. I'm your host, Chris West. On this episode of Spiral Out, we have a great guest, super nice guy. His name is Dima Drujin. Uh, I love talking to him. He had one of the more unique posters of the tour, Anaheim 2022. Um, had a great conversation. He does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, music, animation, art. Check all his stuff out. Uh, in the show notes, you should see a bunch of links and whatnot to his different projects. And again, had a great conversation with him. Just want to give a few shout outs to people that have been uh, super cool to me lately. Uh, Shane Hexum and Mark Stanley. They both sent me full sets of the pins that they do. Everybody knows Shane and he does wild, crazy, awesome, intricate pins. And Mark Stanley does awesome pins as well. And they both sent me full sets and they're amazing and i can't thank you enough another shout out i would like to give is to rob whitlock he wrote a book and in the intro to that book uh there's some tool related stuff and he sent me a copy of the book so thanks rob for the book i can't wait to read it other news pucifer ended their first leg of their tour i got to see two shows um the first one in vegas and the Third one in L.A. at the Greek, which was amazing. Uh, both were amazing, actually. If you haven't seen that show, you need to get there on the second leg. I will be going to one more show on the second leg, the last show at Prescott, which I think holds a very small amount of people. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to Jerome, which is like not too far away from that area. Uh, I can't wait. I haven't been to Jerome yet. Poos for store. Here I come. Other big news with the podcast. Uh, my local newspaper doing an article on the podcast, which is super exciting. And they're talking about tool posters and the market and the podcast. And they came to my house and interviewed me. It was very, very exciting. So I can't wait for that to come out. And when it comes out, I'll let everyone that listens know. I think uh, they reached out to a couple of artists as well and some fans. So super exciting, super exciting news. Uh, the podcast is doing a giveaway right now. If you go and like and subscribe and comment on the giveaway post, you could win yourself a Pucifer tour poster. Super cool. Uh, we're just giving it away. So go to Instagram, like the post follow the podcast and you yourself could win a Pucifer tour poster again thank everybody for listening enjoy this episode and enjoy other episodes to come spiral out hi hi how are you I'm, I'm Chris I'm Dima <laughs> Um, thank you for coming on, man, and short start notice too. Sure, sure. My pleasure. No, it's it's my pleasure. I will say that. Absolutely. Hello everyone and welcome to uh Spiral Out Podcast, where we talk about art and posters and whatnot. Uh, on our 
Our featured guest today, I'm very excited, is Dimitri Druchin. Yes, you can call me Dima. Dima. I do just. Dima's a lot easier. I, uh, I'm yeah. usually pretty good with names. I, I usually go, go that, well, by that professionally, but uh, they I, they put my full name on the poster. I will like, I will call you Diva from here on out. Sounds good. I mean, I, I usually get into the tool stuff. I get that out of the way. <laughs> or how'd your art end up on a tool um, poster? Uh, I mean, I made like 11 years ago, okay. like uh, complete, completely unrelated. Uh, when I used to do uh, art shows and stuff, and that was, I did a solo show in San Jose at a gallery called Anno Dominique. So I did these, like the show was kind of like these six, like five feet by five, six feet by six feet uh, painting and a bunch of little, little ones. So that was one of them. And my friend Rory Scoble, uh, the comedian, I don't know, do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. I'm a big comedy fan. I, was, I have questions about that later. Okay. Uh, well, uh, he's a comedian and an actor. Uh, and I've been friends with him for a while, and uh, he bought that painting. Uh, and then I feel like in the last like ten years, he became like an enormous Tool fan. Gotcha. And he even like scheduled his uh, uh, one of his the stand-up tours to coincide with the Tool. Uh, <laughs> Or so uh, you can go see them. Uh, what is his uh, name? A bunch of times. Rory. Uh, Rory Scoville. Scoville. I'm gonna have to look him up if he's that big of a Tool fan. Ah, uh, he's. Uh, wait. So and he somehow like befriended them. Gotcha. Uh, he's 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 very charming and uh, <laughs> uh, really funny. He's like he has like uh, he has like uh, I think uh, like a Netflix special and stuff like that. He's legit. He's a famous person that I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he kind of, he befriended them uh, uh, and became friends with Adam. And I, like he lived uh, and he had him over his house, and uh, he like basically just suggested uh, me for the poster. Oh, that's awesome! And, uh, he's like, "Oh, let's just do this painting, <laughs> the one the one he has." So that was kind of amazing. And and this painting is called Return of Colossus. Yeah. Uh, it's called Return of Colossus. Yeah, yeah it's a sick name. Uh, uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of made up the painting, you know, when I was painting it, not really thinking much uh, where I was going. But that interaction with R- Rory, like I have, you know, I just sent the, their management. Uh, but yeah, I get it uh, re-photographed because, uh, like, I don't have, like, a good high-res image of it. Mm. So they had they had to like uh, do that at his house and then send everything to them. And then that... like six months later, it, I, I like I didn't even see what the design looked like until it was out. Oh, that's I another question because your original image is is much bigger than the poster that yeah, Tool came yeah. out. Yeah. Does that bother you? No, not at all. Fair I don't enough. care. Like they can do whatever they want. Sure, sure. <laughs> as, long, as long as there's the Tool on top of it. Right, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's, uh, I was actually curious, like how they're because you know it's a square uh, painting, and posters are generally uh, rectangles. Yeah, uh, eighteen by twenty-four. So like, but you know, like, but they, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they do that uh, uh, with a bunch of them. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was a, it was a creative uh, solution to, uh, to it. And I kind of like you know that after drawing all these posters uh, for the last couple of weeks. 
I kind of forgot that it's even like a square. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen the painting in years, like in person. All the so all the because you guys uh, the artists usually get uh, X amount to pretty much do whatever they want with. It's kind of like their payment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have mm-hmm. you have you been remarking all of them? Um, so far, I mean, you know, I was kind of in the dark about how to approach this, um, you know, uh, before I got them. But, you know, I have a few friends that, you know, are in the poster world and especially this kind of level. Like I've done posters for bands and, you know, comedians and stuff like that, but never, I feel like this is like a different level of what I'm usually used to. Usually like I get like maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the, the you know the uh, aspect of it, I think, really kind of takes it to a new level. So, I, like, you know, I had I was advised by a few people, like, of how to approach. But basically, uh, remark all of them and just try to sell all. Of them. Yeah, no, but, I mean, your remarks. Um, first of all, your painting in general is. Uh, insane and i mean that in the greatest way possible with with the utmost respect but then but then your remarks like take it to a whole level like i i kind of seen um, a few videos that you posted on instagram or facebook of you painting them like from the side again when you you mentioned earlier that you you weren't really you didn't really have like a theme when you're coming up with the uh return of colossus the original painting mm-hmm. so when you attack the remarks what's going through your brain do you just like, I'm just going to go more hard. <laughs> I'm just going to go hard. I'm going to go ham even I more. Just, I feel like whenever I, you know, especially back then, and I mean, I guess I kind of still do that. But like, I kind of stop painting when I, you know, I fill up the uh, canvas. <laughs> I like to, like, yeah, like I get to like a point where I'm kind of sick of working on them. So mm-hmm. like, uh, so, so that like I can like figure out where I can stop. But, you know, like with a thing like this is, uh, you know, after, you know, 11 years, I could look at it like, you know, there's stuff I didn't do back then. There's like, like for some reason back then I only used uh, primary colors. I never used secondary colors. Mm. So I was like, well, there's like a whole other level I can, uh, you know, add just by adding three more colors. And, you know, and I could always just keep going on them. Like, you know, I like doing busy things. So it's not that hard. So it's kind of like. Uh, keep like plowing away at it so I kind of when you know doing these remarks I kind of uh, you know thought about it like well what would I do if I just kept going and you know at the first like 10 I did I feel like I came very like with each other and I was like very well just kind of like not on it on one and not on the other and just like kind of keeping them all balanced so like so like I, I just want I just want I want to keep them like consistent for you know because I don't know, like, how buyers are going to, like, uh, react to, like, some being this way, some being that way. So, like, in or 15, I kind of, like, kept very consistent. And, like, you know, I, the colors are different or I do, like, slightly different things. But for the most part, I did, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then, like, after that batch, I kind of, like, you know, loosened up and just started, like, oh, what if, what, like, you know, let's try something different. I'm drawing this one thing. What if I did something different there? Um, and then just it kind of became of like, oh, I can do whatever. And just, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll like ha- have more of a theme. And then, you know, if I'm feeling, uh, you know, more like energetic, I'll like, I kept keep like more things on it. But I like, but I feel like, um, 
that was almost a little bit counter to what I wanted to have because I feel like the, those didn't sell as well as the first regular gotcha. one. So the ones you went ham on are are, are a little bit uh, are still they're still sitting there. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned earlier that when you were painting, you didn't really have a a theme per se, but you know you you also said it's been ten years. Has has an has a meaning for this poster uh, evolved or or came about over the last ten years? Does it mean anything now to you? Uh, not really. I kind of stopped thinking about them. Like you I mean, know, that was like a, a million paintings ago. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Is it kind of feel like a old friend comes back, like from vacation, like like a reunion? Yeah. I mean, I I love it. Uh, you know, and especially like. Uh, stuff I was doing was uh, kind of special and like that's when I was I like I don't work that big anymore mm-hmm. like I, I just don't have the space anymore um, not that I did back then but I just kind of didn't give a shit uh, like I would like live in a room with like a pile of like gigantic paintings <laughs> <laughs> when I was working on that show uh, and like yeah it's like a good friend of mine owns it so uh, you know I know where it is but yeah I'm like I love that you know I like I love I love that painting I love that it has this whole second life now. Right? It's got to be. So it was like, yeah, it was kind of like one thing for me. Like, uh, now it's like another thing. <laughs> I love it. It has like a whole. And I, it's funny because I feel like Rory also like uh, valued up his painting. Because uh, now it's a tool painting, tool. right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, got, I got the original son. Yeah. You, you say you paint until you fill up the canvas. Do you have like a ritual or anything like before you start painting or while you're painting? Like, do you have to be in a certain mindset uh, or are no. you just like, ah, I feel like painting right now? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, not really. I mean, I listen to music, I smoke weed, you yeah, know, but it's right? not, I don't, I don't like, I don't meditate. I don't, uh, you know, you don't give, give uh, thanks to the paint. I no, I don't, you know anything <laughs> you know and then, you know the painting is the meditation sure. is, you know but it's also like it's not like i you know that there was glazed over and uh humming to myself um you know it's just it's pretty like you know matter of fact a lot of people have asked me to ask you wh- whether or not uh psychedelics or hallucinogenics were involved in making this painting <laughs> no um, I didn't think so. Just smoke pot. I think it's just your I've, style. I mean, I've, I've done. I've actually never. I've never done LSD. Me either. I've, I've done a heroic dose of mushrooms once. Really <laughs> As fun. Hunter S. Thompson would say. Um, yeah, but uh, not a big psychedelic jumper. I'm more of like a. I'm not a deep space diver. I'm more of a cloud hanger outer. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm I'm curious to ask if there are hidden things in this that maybe people don't see right away. Or maybe, uh, probably, or, <laughs> especially in the remarks. I'm guessing. Um, what about hidden meanings? Again, I I understand that you uh, didn't have a motivation while painting it. But uh, maybe you can speak about what was going through your uh, brain while making it. Like, why you made the decisions you made, I guess. Like, mm. why'd you draw a big mountain? Or 
I feel like I might have had like sketched out a quick idea of this painting before in hand. I remember, but um, you know, a lot of it was just kind of made up on the spot. Um, I feel like I kind of played around with the idea of like multiverse splits, sure. so that you know it is kind of like a mirrored both both kind of mirroring each other, but uh, slightly different things are happening in them. You know, like, uh, you know, people, like, if you look in the buildings, uh, you know, they're, like, people there, but they're, like, uh, it's the same people, but they they have different little yeah. stories happening. So I feel like there's, like, things like that happening. But I also feel like sometimes I did uh, paintings like that where I kind of try to keep them, like, uh, symmetrical. Sure. But they're, like, kind of, but they're in my, my they kind of drive me crazy, this painting particularly, because, like, it seems symmetrical, but when you like, when I try to like draw on stuff, I was like, none of this is actually like lined up <laughs> properly. <laughs> it's like, you know, I just like, I kind of, that's kind of how I paint. Um, but I feel like I'm better at uh, doing things a little more symmetrical and uh, cleaner <laughs> that way now. But um, back then, I was just kind of like, it was also like I, I would paint on the floor. You know, I don't have like, I don't have like an actual studio. Like, I, I paint in my bedroom. Um, so, like, I would paint on the floor, which I feel like destroyed my knees and my back. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm too. How long, um, how long did it take you to uh, produce this? Um, I can't. I, I, I think it says in the, in, I have a time lapse of me doing it on mm. uh, YouTube. I feel like it says there. But I feel like it's like maybe like three weeks. Or oh, wow. sometimes depends. You know, uh, I don't. You know, sometimes I'll work on uh, for an hour. Sometimes I'll work around all night. I feel like back then I would like start at like eight at night and paint four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, like I'll, I fall asleep at seven thirty and I wake up <laughs> at five in the morning. That's what happens when you get older. Yeah, I feel like my schedule completely like switched around. Now, mm-hmm. like I'm only up when the sun's up. <laughs> It's, it's probably more healthy that way. It is. I feel like, yeah, I really like working in the morning now. Like uh, I kind of like, sometimes I'll like wake up, uh, you know, my wife will go to work. I'll get on stuff and, uh, you know, whether illustration or whatever, but, you know, like then I realize like it's clocking for two hours. Right. I uh, never do that back then. The heptagram obviously wasn't there in the original art. Oh, yeah. Um, did you have any say on where, where they put it? Cause they, they hide them. Nope. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, they told me nothing. Like I literally, I sent them an image and <laughs> then like, I didn't even see what it looked like until like somebody posted it online. Oh, that's, that's so wild to me. There's like, thank you. Uh, have a good life. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're a big machine. Right. Like, they're really like, yeah, I've worked with big bands uh, and stuff, uh, before and, you know, I'll like talk to the the actual artist and like or deal with the actual artist. Like, very rarely I'll deal with like this is the manager that deals with this and mm-hmm. like uh, they're you know they're fucking huge. Yeah, no, they're probably. <laughs> I would say they're probably uh, top five rock acts in the world, yeah. if if not, you know, top three. Yeah. The, the only other question I have about that whole side of things is, do they? Do they ask you not to share the original image 
um, before I, or talk about uh, it being a poster? Well, again, no one said nope. anything to me. All right. Those are done. <laughs> Just like, Those questions are done then. <laughs> I, I figured like, well, I was like, well, I, I was like, uh, you know, I, for, until I saw it, I was just like, back, I was like, this is a prank and pranking me. I was like, I'm not going to say anything to anyone. I think I told like uh, three people about it. Because <laughs> uh, I was just like, that. Uh, you know, in case it didn't like, I'm usually a lot more just like, guess what happened? Like I talked to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm much, much more, I don't care about that kind of stuff. But I feel like this time I was like, if this doesn't happen, I'd, I'd be pretty heartbroken. Right. And if I tell everybody, that really sucks. <laughs> you know, you're not the first. You're not the first artist that thought they were being pranked. <laughs> it's you know because it's it, it is kind of on a different level of what posters usually are to you know so fans. Do you, do you mind explaining to me what it usually is? Because my only um, like view of this is from the tool side. So like I'm just now getting into. Uh, I feel like it's a, it's a lot. You know, I do collect uh, you know band posters a lot, but like, and you know, I've done a couple of them. Um, but I feel like there's like the, the the collector aspect of it is not as rabid as it is for, as tool fans. For sure. I guess the question I'm asking is more like, so say I'm a huge, huge, huge Mark Maron fan, probably mm-hmm. um, on the same level of tool, just a different, um, like I'll go see Mark Maron whenever he's close to me. I'll even travel. Um, <clears throat> but you have like one of his most, you made one of his most iconic images, in my opinion, uh, that mm-hmm. that CD cover and you've done a bunch of posters. I guess he's like not this machine, right? Um. No. Well, him. It's it's funny because like I've been a, a big Mark Maron fan since uh like you know, uh, uh like early Comedy Central when he Same. posted. I remember uh, in his leather pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he used to host what's the called Short Attention Span Theater, yeah. which is uh, like I used to watch that show. Like, cause I I loved Comedy Central when it came on. So. Yeah. Um, so he was like a comedian I always like followed and, uh, you know, like I always watched them on, uh, you know, Conan and, uh, and I remember he, he had like an Air America show for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to like, uh, you know, I feel like I was one of the few people I watched that. And then when he transitioned into, uh, into his podcast, uh, I remember he, was taught, he says he, he basically writes back anybody who writes him. Oh yeah. So I wrote. I was like, hey, I'll do a poster for you if you want. Like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan. Like, uh, and he took me up on it, and then it just kind of snowballed for a little while. Um, and did it like, yeah, doing his album cover was really great because I feel like that was like, you know, he's one of my favorite comedians. Right. And I actually, you know, I used to listen to his stand-up uh, album, so uh, it was fun to actually do one. I think I listened to that album, like, less than a couple of weeks ago. Um, but there, there's a... Uh... That's fun. I, 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 I took that photo of him. Uh, I remember, yeah, like, I, I took the reference photos of the, uh, mm-hmm. of him, and, yeah, I met up at his... Uh, one, I went, I met up with him one time at his uh, hotel room to take photos of him, and one time at his manager. It's fun. He's really nice. Damn, you didn't was, get, you didn't get to go to the really shed. I, I have I have like nothing but. No, I've never been there. Damn. <laughs> I've only met him. I've only met up with him in New York, 
And one time, actually, uh, I was on the same flight with him. <laughs> Your poster comes out. You see it. Like, I guess, I'm guess i guessing, like, a lot of the other artists, it shows up on Instagram and somebody tags you. What was that moment like? Well, I remember it's just kind of like a, uh, kind of like a faraway shot. I was like, can you, like, send me, like, a quick, <laughs> like, can, you, can you get closer? <laughs> Please. Can you get closer? Can you send that? Um, that was really cool and exciting. Uh, it took me a while uh, to get the posters, but I feel like after that, I started getting a lot of emails and and then the you know people asking me for remarks posters. of course <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like I'd love to give all of you one but I, right? I, I don't have a place yeah it took like a couple of weeks to get them um have you done any custom remarks has anybody asked you to do anything like custom actually, I, I I just I just uh, they asked for a space theme <laughs> oh sweet so I put some planets and aliens and stuff oh that would be and awesome they sent me a bunch of they sent me a bunch of like constellations that they took, um, and I, I try to as best I could in the side of the building. I, I I would love to see that space one. I have your poster coming in the mail right now, actually. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, I uh, it took it it took a while to get. I collect as well. Um, I try. I'm trying to get one of every artist that I interview, and it, it was really funny because I'm like, I got it. I had to get a, a Dimitri one and literally somebody like the next day, somebody was like, here you go. You can just have it. <laughs> I was like, what? The uh-huh. No, I know it was great. And, uh, it's just very, uh, synchronistic and, and, uh, nice. I hope this is not a shitty question, but I feel like I have to ask it. And I'm trying not to be a bitch about asking this question either. <laughs> um, when people think of tool art, they usually think of like Chet Czar, Alex Gray, um, Cam DeLeon. And there are a couple of people commenting like this doesn't look like tool art, which I disagree mm-hmm. with, which I disagree with. I think tool art is whatever. I, 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 I also disagree with it. I think tool um, art is whatever tool decides their art is. I mean, Adam Jones took that painting. Agreed. Uh, so I, I kind of want to just get your. Well, to me, like, uh, you know, I, I, I am a tool fan. I've, I've been listening to him since I was, uh, Undertow came out. Right. I remember I was the first, I was the first kid in my, uh, middle school to listen to them. But I saw the, like the video for sober and I was so fucking, uh, you know, yeah, it's blo- it blows you away. Yeah. That's like, yeah, the fucking little guy at the hand yeah, and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and again, I hope uh, I, I didn't like, offend uh, you like, with that question, but I, no, I feel no, like no, I have no, to no, ask no, it. No, I, 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 I've seen a lot of comments. Right? Um, but, you know, and to me, yeah, like, they, like they're like they very inspirational growing up, and, like, uh, like they're one of the bands I, I really, uh, really latched onto, is it, you know, and, well, you know, one of the bands I kept listening to since like from that time, like sure. I never not listened to school. Um, I've seen them a couple of times, uh, you know, like I feel like visually like, yeah, you know, tools in there to me, it's like, you know, they they were an inspiration growing up and, uh, you know, it's not overtly tool. I'm not, you know, I don't want to paint like Alex Gray. I love Alex Gray, right. but like, you know, I feel like, you know, but you know, I feel like there is Alex Gray in my painting, uh, on some level because, you know, He's, he's also somebody I, I admire. But, you know, 
Here's what I'll say. Not everyone. Not, <laughs> not everyone has the same uh, uh, palette, thing, and that's fine. And that's uh, you know, I don't like. I, I'm not trying to get everybody like myself. And that's the that's but, the point right there. <laughs> you know, yeah. not everything is for everybody. I will say, in my yeah. opinion, and this is obviously just my opinion. If you actually look at the photo, there's a lot of occult stuff. Um, you can interpret mm-hmm. a lot of uh, images that Tool uses. It's just not as dark on the sur- like surface. Yeah. That's, that's really it. Everything yeah. else is super Tool, <laughs> in my opinion. I feel like when they say it doesn't look like Tool, it doesn't. They say it doesn't either, either look like the sober video or like Alex Gray artwork. Yeah, which is uh, what the. And in that case, it's like just go buy some more Alex Gray stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is great. I mean, I mean that's that's kind of like uh, I mean that's kind of the thesis of the, these posters. I think is that uh, he's. I feel like Adam is trying to broaden the scope of what tool art can look like. And you know, when you hire, you know, what is it, like forty artists to do, like you can't just hire forty artists that do the same thing. That's boring. Yeah. It's like if you're going to hire 40 artists to do a poster for a different show every night, like you want it to be uh, different and fun. And like, especially like, you know, it does create this like, uh, you know, ecosystem of uh, artwork and what is considered tool art now. It gave me a project, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many artists. Oh, yeah. now. I mean, it's, it's, like, like, it's, 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 it's kept my, it's kept me busy all summer right. <laughs> so far. Um, uh, and that, yeah, and that's the nice thing about Bob Ad, uh, you know, from Adam, I feel like, you know, he recognizes that, you know, people spend a lot of money on these things and like, that could be very beneficial to artists, you know, uh, you know, somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of money, you know, I don't make a lot of money doing art, but you know, this is what I do. Um, you know, this is literally the most money I've ever made doing anything. You know, and I've done some like high profile things, and, uh, but like, I've never made this much money in this little amount of time. Fair enough. One thing. So like, you know, I'm like forever grateful to them for, you know, just, you know, and that's just something that just, they do for, you know, like, you know, for artists essentially. Yeah. They didn't, uh, they didn't ask for anything other than a piece of art from mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I mean, they, they paid a thousand bucks too. Yeah. Like, I hear uh, they do that. <laughs> like just in case. Which is, I'm, um, in case, I mean, you, like, you know, in just, case your box gets you know, lost. I, yeah. Well, like I, you know, I felt like a thousand dollars. I feel like that's just like the, like the illustration. Yeah. You know, minimum they do. Uh, but that's still like, that's a, a good amount for a poster. Right. Uh, you know, for something I did like 11 years ago. They're great. <laughs> Again, I did read you have a lot of occult influences. Is that something you're just into in your personal life? Because I'm really interested in like weird magic stuff as well, especially mm-hmm. the images. I guess the real question I feel is, like, how do you think symbols influence people? Especially these basic uh, symbols. Not basic, but like ancient, I guess. I don't know. Pyramids, obelisks, um, eyeballs. I feel like there's a lot. I, I kind of. I don't, I mean, I feel like back then, like, uh, me and my friends were kind of, you know, reading up on stuff like that a, a lot more. Um, but, you know, I'm not like an occultist or, uh, a witch. <laughs> me neither, but I think but, it's interesting. But, you know, I, 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 but I, I, I do love, uh, you know, concepts of some symbolo- 
astrology and things like that and how like powerful symbols can be. But, you know, they're all ultimately powerful because we give them meaning and power. Sure. Um, you know, like I was born in uh, Moscow, Russia, and like, you know, growing up, like the hammer and sickle was like yeah. burned into my mind. Right. And, you know, it meant a, a very certain thing to me. So like, you know, grow, you know, now yeah. that I'm like in my, my 40s and, you know, very, very from those days, like, you know, it means something completely different, you know, and just how like, you know, things like that, uh, you know, affect people. Um, especially well, like, you know, the things I, you know, it's funny because like I, I do, you know, I, I put a pyramid in a eye, eye in a pyramid a lot mm -hmm. in my paintings and stuff like that. Sometimes people send me other people's artwork that do that, and they're like they're copying it. I'm like, like I'm drawing the stuff that's on the back of our money, right? Like that's, <laughs> this, this is a ubiquitous uh, symbol. This I'm is like, thousands of years like, old. Yeah, uh, I was like, anyone can draw this. Right. I was like, I didn't make this up either. I, I was <laughs> like, it's literally, it's literally on our money. Um, but you know, like things like that, you know, like they pop up in, you know, the most like obvious places, but people think they're of uh, these ancient, uh, symbols too. Uh, so, you know, I like, so I like peppering that and, uh, uh, things. And I kind of like recontextualizing them within the world I create and kind of like giving them, you know, a different meaning there. And hopefully that comes across. Let's talk about your universe. Cause it seems like most of your art, um, does, if it was like a, it does take, it seems like it does take place in a universe. Like it's its own big, huge, colorful, yeah. fluffy, scary world. <laughs> um, I feel like that when I was younger, I used to describe my artwork as, uh, the cartoons people watch in Alex Gray's painting. I could see that. Back then. No, no, I, that, that's very, uh, that's very cool. Cause like I could see a, that, that, This would be the Saturday morning cartoon inside your shirt. Exactly. Like if that guy <laughs> sat down, if the guy with yeah. a bunch of chakras sat down and was like, I'm just going to yeah. get some cereal and watch cartoons. Yeah. I, need, this, I, need to, I just need to zone out. Yeah. This is what <laughs> I'd watch. watch. I'd, wa yeah. I'd watch Dima's, uh, and what would your cartoon be called? Well, actually, I have a. I, I did animate a uh, short a couple of years ago. Twice. Uh, Fatal Shame. It would probably be called Fatal Shame. What was it called? Fatal Shame. Uh, I, I saw some drawings on your website of that. Um, yeah. If you look uh, on YouTube, I have like a. I, will, uh, I, will, I did like a, an episode. I will attach oh, that to uh, the show notes. Do you, what was the cartoon about? Uh, just a bunch of shorts. Like uh, I was just kind of teaching myself how to animate, and it was kind of like a collection of little pieces I did. What, was it superhero themed? No, like it kind of starred me, <laughs> a cartoon version of me. Nice. It's like um, some of them are based on like the comic I did. Uh, it's just kind of like also like one page joke. Uh, but I don't know, it was like, a, it was, you know, I look back at it now, just, I kind of wish I animated better then, but I was literally just learning how to do it. Uh, you still have time, my friend. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still doing it. <laughs> nice. um, I've gotten better since. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that. I feel like I've, I missed the, I missed the mark and didn't, didn't know about that beforehand. Uh, it's okay. I, 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 that was like a while ago too. It's not, 
anywhere on the forefront. So you grew up in Russia. What part of Russia? I I was born there. Uh, I was born in Moscow, but I grew up in uh, the Bronx and uh, just in New York, New York City since I was one. Oh, so you you moved <laughs> you moved pretty young. Yeah, but I, I went to a Russian school uh, in the Bronx till I was thirteen. Then I went to like started going to American schools after that. Um, do you mind if I ask what that was like? Like, what what is a Russian school like? Well, I was in Russian school uh, during in the eighties during you know when it was, the Russia was <laughs> yeah, communist during the Cold so War. I, yeah, during the Cold War. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I went there, you know, we, uh, I dressed in like full uniform for chief. I was a young pioneer, like the last year you could do it. Um, but I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It was just cool. You know, a bunch of kids in the class. Um, I felt like I got yelled at a lot. Um, (laughs) you know, it's a Russian school. I feel like, you know, you know, my teachers were pretty nice. I feel like I'm like the kids I uh, like in my grade. I feel like we're really nice kids. I still know a few of them too. Um, but I feel like, you know, that institution was about like five years, like away from like when they stopped hitting kids, <laughs> you know, as a discipline. Sure. But, you know, I, cause I remember like they would, you know, to discipline you, they would, you know, they, they would stand you up and just like yell at you in front of everybody. Like, so like, we like, used to be able to just fucking yeah. ah. damn the uh, late 80s. So like oh, early 80s too. Fair enough. Um, like, I, I was born in 80. Um, yeah, and I started going to like 85. And the reason I'm asking about the Russian school and whatnot is uh, I tried to look up some Russian influenced, influenced art. And maybe I'm just making this connection. Maybe I'm not, but I feel like you can see some similarities in your work. Oh, absolutely. Um, I feel like that, like, um, like one of the, uh, like I did, uh, you know, Father John Misty. Mm-hmm. I did one of his covers, and, and I mean, it's basically like a Russian icon. Like a lot of my like stuff like this is based on uh, you know Russian religious icons. Painting. I seen that uh, Russian wrestling um, Jesus that you did. Yeah, this is like uh, one of actually my my aunt used to be uh, married to like an icon painter, kind of like a very ubiquitous style in Russia because they're like they sell them like on, on the street, you know, like paintings of Jesus or Mary, and but it's like a kind of a, a specific style. Or Tom Selleck. Like I like I grew, yeah, like um, I feel like I. We had a bunch of them growing up in my house. We weren't like religious or anything, but like uh, my dad liked them. <laughs> and yeah, my uh, my aunt's like husband gave us a couple of them that he painted. Uh, so you know, they're kind of like always, you know, Around. in front of me. So I yeah. feel like uh, it, it kind of seeped through. Did it? Um, did it happen naturally, or did you like notice? Like, oh shit, there are definitely some elements here. I feel like I, I, I feel like I kind of started doing them a, a more. Uh, you know, I like I, I wanted to kind of emulate that style, but I feel like the fact that it was just so, you know, common in my house to see that it, it, it was just uh, it felt nat- natural to go yeah. that way. 
especially like you know when you like do a portrait i started doing like more portraits like looking things and uh of like characters and things like that you know a lot of portraits are you know they're presented very formally and uh you know like the subject knows that they're being uh presented sure so uh you know and that's yeah i feel like a lot of religious uh artwork has that kind of feel of like this is a staged pose you know or like this is a very like you know i'm sitting for uh, yeah i'm distinguished so yeah so i kind of like emulating that with you know these kinds of paintings and uh you know, I like the idea of like religious paintings without the religion. <laughs> I could definitely see that in, in some of your in some of your work. As I tried to study, I may be wrong um, with with my interpretation, but it it definitely does seem like you um, got are getting more refined. I guess I don't I, I don't I don't know if I'm I I never want to offend an artist because I'm not like, I, I can't draw a stick figure. So for me to be like, <laughs> oh, you're getting more refined, it's like who the fuck am I? <laughs> like. I'm just a guy well, on a computer. You know, I feel like a, a thing like that happens, you know, if you just keep doing what you do. I mean, I feel like now I, I kind of stopped doing art shows uh, a couple of years ago. And, you know, I kind of started like painting less on canvas and kind of less to, to sell them. And kind of, I remember I started working more in like sketchbooks and on paper and just kind of trying to do more stuff, not worry about where it's going or what it's going to be used for, what, who's going to buy it. So I feel like that kind of like broke me out of like a certain kind of mold, mold I was working in. Like these lately, I just, I feel like I just kind of been doing a lot more abstract stuff and, uh, just, you know, exploring things like that. Not, you know, when you draw a certain way and, um, for a long time, he's like, you know, you want to change things up. You know, like I look at that painting, like I probably like, you know, if I sat down to paint the same thing, probably wouldn't even look anything like it anymore. Like, I don't really approach things that the way I approached things back then. And, you know, I mean, part of it is like, I don't try to like stick to one routine of doing things. I don't just paint. I also like work digitally. I draw a lot. Like, um, you're also a musician. I'm also a musician. You know, I do a lot of stuff for that. And, um, you know, and all that kind of like, you know, doing videos and uh, album covers, music and things like that. I feel, you know, it's good to kind of diversify things because like, if, you know, if I just did one thing, I already get sick of it. Or I feel like if I, when I do animation, you know, I, I like use my, you know, like, you know, knowledge of music and timing and, uh, you know, drawing and all these things kind of all kind of come together. And I feel like they, you know, trying a different medium like, kind of opens you up and your other mediums to work a different way and kind of frees you up uh, uh, to do things differently. And I feel like, you know, there's like, I feel like it's a push and pull with any artist is that, you know, you kind of want to figure out your thing and like have people recognize that thing, but also you kind of don't want to like stick to that thing all the time and like free yourself to do other things. and. You want to be typecast. <laughs> yeah. You don't want well, to be. It's nice when people like recognize your work. And, yeah. Uh, things like that. But, but like... I feel like, you know, with all the, like, you know, like with like, I feel like with my animations, uh, especially like in the videos I've been doing, and they're kind of more like rotoscope where uh, like I draw over video. Sure. And uh, then like animate around it. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. I feel like, you know, like they, 
you know, stimulate me in a way and like, and I force me to draw in a way that I don't normally draw. Like I don't like, I can draw realistically somewhat, not as well as I would. if I was just like tracing something, gotcha. but you know, my knowledge of drawing makes me uh, trace things better, you know, I bet. Um, but I, like, yeah, like it's, but you know, like, but it's fun to kind of like, you know, figure out, you know, I like, I have to figure out how to use like Adobe animate and all these things, like just by like, you know, I, I would just look up uh, YouTube tutorials of like, oh. I, I need to know how to do this thing. Like, uh, I need to first of all figure out how to ask YouTube how to uh, find this app. And usually there's like a, a really nice 14 year old boy uh, yeah. explaining it all to me. <laughs> or like a, like, yeah. or like a 49 year old uh, dude in a basement as well. There's, it's easy, It's usually either or. Uh, I do. Yeah. Video, I do video production <laughs> myself as well. I don't do a lot of animation or anything, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you if you're listening and you don't know how tedious it is to sit in front of a computer for I don't know twelve hours to try to figure out uh, mm-hmm. how to solve a problem that literally lasts about six seconds, if that, uh, it's like once you do, yeah. like man, once you do, there's there's like I feel yeah when I started using Animate, like the first video I had on it. I used it as like I made rotoscope, and I didn't use any kind of like uh, library things. Or but once I kind of learned how to like loop things and like have a loop within a loop within a loop, and like have all these, it's like the whole world opened up. I'm like, oh my god! That's like there's a point where like I can do anything now. Yeah. Uh, I just like I know like I I like I have like when I get to a problem, like I have like several solutions I can uh, do instead of just like uh, like having to look up one. You're like, thank God for plugins. But, yeah. Thank God, for thank God for like, you know, teenagers who yeah. uh, have nothing to do to put up tutorial videos on YouTube. Which is to like, you know, make an asset. <laughs> there's something I just, I obviously super appreciate. Cause again, same level, even doing this podcast, it's like, I run into little problems where I'm like, what is this file? How do I do this? What are these waveforms that I'm supposed to be messing with? And, <laughs> All of a sudden, you're just like, oh, here's this 11-minute video this guy did six years ago. And you're like, who told you to do this? Thank you. But, like, when did you have the time right. or energy to sit down? Yeah. Like, are you I've that? Never, I've never, like, uh, I've never thought to, like, you know, like, do a tutorial of how to do, uh, you know. Mix your painting and animate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this, this, is how you clean, this is how you clean your brushes properly. But uh, I absolutely uh, appreciate Exactly. People doing that right. because, like, you know, who the fuck needs art school anymore? Just have, just know how to ask YouTube. YouTube has all the answers. That really should be the course right there. Uh, we should mm-hmm. have one class in college is how to ask YouTube correctly for what you're looking for. <clears throat> Very important how to word things. <laughs> exactly. Um, where is going to be? I'm switching gears. Where do you think your art has taken you that you may not have been if you weren't an artist? Uh, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? literally, like most people I know, you know, I would never work school. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's like I would never even like would have dreamed that would even happen. You know, now until they they asked me until it actually um, until you saw that far away picture of your poster. But I don't know. You know, it's hard to say because I've right. been doing this. It's your whole life. I was. I'm. I was, yeah. I was a teenager. Uh, let's talk about your music real quick. 
So you you play guitar and sing in multiple bands. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I've been I've been playing in bands. I play I like I started playing bass most bands, but um, like since I was thirty, I've been uh, more guitar singing. But right now, I'm in two bands. One I play bass, and one I is my band where I sing is by an animal. What is uh the band you sing in? Kiss by an animal. Kiss by an animal. And the band I play bass in is uh, the Black Flag, which are kind of uh, both kind of the same band. Uh, it has uh, three fourths of the same people in it. You but switch up and around. <laughs> yeah, and, or, same position in both 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 teams. So obviously, painting. You know, you're by yourself, but you're being creative. Band is a collaborative effort. Do you get the same things out of them, even though it's like a different process? Like, does it feel that whole or whatever? Or like, do you like sense of fulfillment? I feel or? like music is kind of more like my my social life. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like that's where like you know that's how I go out. Sure. <laughs> I feel like if I was in a band, I'd never go out anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just doing animation like, in like, your room alone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like um, I'm happily married. Uh, like I don't really go out to bars or I don't drink really uh, heavily either. So like I don't like that kind of like stuff doesn't really. So you know, but shows I can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I like I like playing. I like performing. Shows are fun. Um, I also like you know, music is fun because it's also collaborative. Um, you know, I'm very lucky to be in a band, uh, great musicians and really good friends. Um. They're really fun to like, uh, you know, you don't know, argue or anything. Just you know, we're all in our like forties too, so like, just yeah, you're you're beyond that. Like, yeah, the seventeen year old like, I don't like that name. Or your jeans well, yeah, aren't tight enough. Right. Also, like everyone in, uh, I play in the band with also has their own things going on. They're also in several other bands. You know, so uh, they have their own their own projects that they work on. You know, like my band, because uh, by now is like primarily I'm the songwriter. Uh, me and uh, my partner John, he he's the singer and the main songwriter in the Black Black or other band, and he plays drums in uh, my band. And you know, he's like uh, we like collaborate really, really well. I feel like uh, you know, like you know, I send them ideas or he send me ideas, and we can like actually like build on them and things like that. And it's like, it's like been, we've been doing both bands for like about the same amount of time. And I've already done like two records each. Nice. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I'm releasing a new record, uh, cause I know a new record next month. Oh, wow. Awesome. July 10th. Nice. Yeah. It's like next week or yeah, like two weeks. My birthday, too. Oh, well, happy early birthday. Okay. I have a, Thank you. so earlier you were hey. talking about, at least with that, uh, Return of Colossus painting you didn't really have like a goal with songwriting is it is it the same way do you do you um, approach songs like the same way or do you usually have a theme you're going with with an individual song when you're songwriting uh, kind of write songs like well the this year record is kind of like a mix of songs I wrote like seven years ago and like songs I wrote during the pandemic <laughs> but I don't know. I kind of write things kind of quickly. I feel like once I kind of get the idea of what I want or kind of something German germinates, um, I feel like I can like follow it pretty quickly. 
Uh, also during the pandemic, me and two of my bandmates and another uh, buddy of mine that I grew up with had like a songwriter meeting, like Zoom meeting every week where we'd like, you know, uh, present something we worked on uh, uh, nice. last two weeks or so. Uh, so I actually had a few of those songs that ended up on my new record. Um, and that wouldn't have happened if we didn't, uh, you know, kind of force ourselves to do that. But I don't know. I just kind of like fuck around with stuff till I hear something and then uh, follow yeah. it up. You just do your thing, whether it be it painting very quickly, whether it be painting or, or music or you're just doing your thing. You're just figuring it out. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, you know, I respect that. I really do. I mean, sometimes I have like more, I feel like songs that it's less pressure because, you know, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, with art, I feel like more people pay attention. But at the same time, like I, I don't ever feel pressured to appease any kind of audience. And nor, I mean, and nor should you, because then you would then you would cease. Any, yeah, you would cease to be yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's um, also just like the, the idea that people who are paying attention like want something from me. It's funny. Speak on that if you don't mind. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, I feel like I post, like, with art, you know, I post what I post, and, like, you know, people like what they like, but, you know, I feel like music is a little more personal in that, you know, you have to kind of, like, spend a lot more time with it, um, and people get more critical of it when they don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I got a couple of uh, questions I ask uh, everyone, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um. So you say you were a tool fan or are a tool fan, have been for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously this podcast is about, uh, you know, we do tool posters, collections. Yeah. Do you collect anything of your own? Um, mostly just uh, records, I guess. I, mean, I guess that's the only thing I really buy for myself uh, anymore. I, I was, we live in a, me and my wife live in a really small apartment. Uh, we have this room and our bedroom. Oh, well. Um, I mean, I have like, you know, a bunch of art that I collect from like friends of mine, like like traded with, um, you know, I have small Donatello collection. <laughs> That's awesome. Some Joker stuff. But I don't know. I kind of like, I don't really like have like anything that I like collect, you know, actively. It's just like, if I like something, I'll get it. But I try not to, you know, my, my apartment's pretty cluttered already, so I kind of try to keep the amount of stuff I have to a minimum. And, you know, things like posters, like, I'd love to collect them if I had wall space, but right. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I, and plus, like, I, I kind of, like, uh, yeah, I have, like, enough original artwork from, like, uh, artists that I really like uh, that I, like, was lucky enough to trade with. Or uh, Do you have a favorite artist? What's up? Do you have a favorite artist? Do I have a favorite artist? I've stopped having favorites anything. <laughs> I get you. I'm getting to that age as well, uh, to tell you the truth. It's weird. Like, you know, like when you're a kid, you have like a favorite band. Yeah. And, you know, like, and they have like this tier list of bands I like. And, uh, but now like, I was like, that's such a weird thing to, to do. I was just like, what, like why have everybody can be just like what you like, especially <laughs> in your own brain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, who am I competing with? Just yourself. <laughs> just yourself. Yeah. You know, you're just creating yeah. drama in your own brain because you're bored. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I, you know, I love listening to uh, records over and over and stuff like that. But, like, you know, it doesn't have to be the only band I 
and do that with. Mm-hmm. But I feel like generally though, when like Tool drops an album, like I'll be obsessed with it for like a couple of weeks. Fair enough. And uh, uh, it, I'm kind of embarrassed to ask the next question because we kind of already answered that. But uh, do you have a favorite Tool song, <laughs> even though you don't. We're talking about how probably favorites uh, or fe- or Here, here's how I, I should ask this question. And when you think of Tool, what's the first song that comes to your brain? Mm. I feel like the cover of Anima uh, always comes up. I feel like, um, you know, like I, I got to know when Undertow came out, but I feel like Anima was uh, really like, um, maybe Think that <laughs> comes up. Yeah. I think Tool. But I feel like, yeah, that was like a very, like, I, yeah, I, I saw them on that tour for the first time, like in Roseland, which is like, you know, just like a, a venue. Um, I mean, that was a really violent show. Uh, please speak <laughs> on that. Being, like, I remember the, like genuinely being like, I got up pretty close. But I like when I was like a teenager, I've always tried to like get up. Yeah, front. same. Uh, but not like early on. I wouldn't get there early to get there. But like, I, I just fight my way up there. Or like find a way to like sure like uh, get there. But I remember I got like maybe like two people away from the like the bar- barricade. Mm-hmm. But like the <laughs> the crowd surfers were so like aggressive. They were like kicking me in the head so hard that I got like genuinely nervous. That I was like, they might like break my neck. <laughs> yeah, how am I die here? here? How am I die right now? I was like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> still fragile, right? Um. But you know, like my first concert was Pantera. Oh wow! Was like you know, I I kind of really jumped in there at first, and you know, it didn't deter me either. I, I used to just go into pits and like uh, that's my favorite you know, thing until I got about thirty. <laughs> until I got about thirty-three. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's like I remember there was a concert. I was like, yeah, like Super Chunk fan. And I remember I, the first time I saw them it was like. And it was like 30 something and I had like the best time and I was like fucking went nuts. And then the next time I saw him was like, like three years later and I'm just like, why is everybody touching me? Why is everybody near me? <laughs> I was, like, I remember that, that, that like finally hit and I'm just like, Oh no, I don't like this anymore. I don't like people touching me. Uh, there's two shows. That show. that, there's two shows that happened to me <laughs> recently. Uh, well in the last few years, I went to under Oath, like a, a few years back, same thing, like went in the pit have my whole hardcore like I'm good. We're gonna do some karate in here. It's gonna be fun. And then, like I said, two three years later, you're just like, Ugh, everybody smells. Like I just want to sit and drink a bubbly water. And then uh, again, it happened at like Motion City Soundtrack. My uh, me and my lady see them a bunch too. And uh, just people going crazy. You wouldn't think people go crazy at a Motion City Soundtrack show, but they do. They go nuts. Again, we see them every year, and we always see them multiple times. And first year, we go to four shows, and they were relatively calm and still having fun. And, you know, last year or a year before that, <clears throat> before the pandemic, just like, please, please stop touching me. Same, same thing. <laughs> just my, my, my favorite thing now is uh, if I can uh, get my way up into a balcony or, yep. like, you know, a VIP area. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. Like most of the concerts I go to, somebody like takes me and like, uh, like, and sometimes you know, there's a VIP area that I can stand in. Like I saw, um, uh, Arcade Fire like do like a, a small show here, 
recently, uh, and I, I went to somebody that uh, had like VIP area, and I just sit on the balcony and just watch from the top. I was like, this is fucking amazing. They're so good. <laughs> like, this, like, you know, just like that energy. So, like, I love being like over and just Man, watching from we, there. We recently saw Bayside like that here in Vegas and mm-hmm. had some like balcony over the top, and you're like literally right on top of the stage. And you're like, oh, this is way better. <laughs> like, that down yeah. there is for the young people. And then yeah. uh, I'll be up here. I, mean, I also like, I kind of, yeah, when I started kind of going back to concerts, yeah, the first one I went to uh, Flaming Lips. Uh, they were like, cause they're, they're playing right by my house. Um, I worked with Wayne too. Uh, so, but like, I didn't realize he, he gave us like a balcony a wristband. So like I went, you know, downstairs and then like had a panic attack. <laughs> but end, but ended up watching from the side. Then I went to see LCD sound system a couple months later, and I thought it'd be like better. And I got like I remember like when they started playing, it got so packed, and I was like getting crushed like against the thing, and like I just like start panicking, and, and like clawing my way out of the audience. Oh, that's worse. Pissing people. I was like knocking people. Uh, um, like just, kind of like get the and fuck somebody like what's wrong with you? I was like I'm freaking out. Oh, yeah, right. And then, like, and I, then like, I went outside and just kind of sat there for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm the only one in a mask. And then uh, I just I sat there for a while, then like kind of watched from the side. And then last like half hour of the show, a guy came up to like me and a bunch of other people who were clearly not comfortable being inside anymore. <laughs> and he's like, gave us all wristbands to go upstairs and watch from the balcony. Well, that was nice so, of him. I was like, like balcony. <laughs> right. I'm not sure how what, when I'll ever be in a crowd motion ever again. <laughs> I don't know. I got like four, four more Motion City soundtrack shows coming up uh, next week. So, and my lady anthrax in in August, but I feel like we're gonna go stand somewhere. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> my lady likes to get. Uh, she doesn't like to get on the railing. Oop. She doesn't like to get on the railing. She doesn't like to be too far back. She's like the 10 people from the barricade which is like the worst but <laughs> that's that's where all the action is i know it's the worst uh but uh i don't know we'll have fun thank you so much thank you this was fun thank you you're welcome and i am a, i i am a fan thanks i again i really appreciate you coming on um the show will be out in a couple weeks Will you tell the audience and those listening where they can find your stuff, where they can watch your videos and hear your music and do the whole plug thing? <laughs> uh, my new record uh, by my band, Kiss by an Animal, is called I Don't Have to Explain Myself to You. It's coming out on Handstand Records uh, and Evil Records. Uh, it'll be available on vinyl. Uh I think we should be getting them very, very soon. Our first record's also available, so um, you can watch all my stuff on my website, zimadruchin.com. Uh, I think that's probably the best, like, all-encompassing thing. Um, what else? Hi, <laughs> ah, and uh, both my bands are actually doing a split seven-inch in the fall. We're doing uh, both of us did the same. Like me and uh, my buddy John, who's in both bands, when we first got together, we uh, kind of wrote this song, the style of both bands. 
And so we did a split seven inch with that song in both styles. And That's awesome. Like, so that'll be out in, uh, I think, in the fall. Cool. And again, I'll post all these links with the show notes and, you know, check check his website out. Go buy those remaining um, Return of Colossus. Go buy the remaining Remarks. Uh, he's got a couple on uh, online. Listen to his bands and reach out. He's a super nice guy. <laughs> super That's talented. Fun. Super talented. Doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, again, really appreciate you coming on the show. 